Anthony and Andrew um, to um, Geeks on Screens with Coffee. Sorry, that was Mickey telling us the time. Ah, gotcha. Right. No, thank oh. you very much for having us, Mark. All right, yes, sorry, got, got to do the normal stuff. Thinking, sound, and video. And, right. So, the eagle-eyed people will notice that you are the people from 8KB. We've got Andrew and Anthony, but the other <laughs> way around. And we've got Mark, who can't be bothered to turn up. Something to do with some crisis at home, stuff on, on fire. We'll just take him off. <laughs> there, we there we go. He's literally sorting out a fire, isn't he? Yes, uh, his uh, shed—he burnt his well, his shed didn't burn down. He burnt his shed down over the weekend, so he needs to go and sort that. But just as excuses go, yeah, all right. So, as it's geeks on screen with coffee, what are you drinking? I'm definitely not drinking coffee. It's quarter past eight here, so I'm on the wine. I'm on regular old water. I've been recording all day, trying to stay hydrated. So. Okay. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to? It's a cheeky little Sauvignon Blanc called uh, Three Woolly Sheep from New Zealand. So, very nice. <laughs> Are you trying to live up to some stereotype? <laughs> no, actually, I, I found this wine in a in a uh, restaurant in Dublin a year ago, and I can't find it anywhere. And about an hour before we kicked this off, my girlfriend pinged me saying they have it in a supermarket over in Ireland called Super Value. So I literally just pinged straight down. And got myself a couple of balls. So, do you two want to just roughly or quickly introduce yourselves and where you are? Because this is a, a, a proper international chat. Trip guys. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm Andrew Prusky. I'm a SQL Server TBA. I'm originally from Swansea, Wales, but been over in Dublin, Ireland now for about, it's coming up to seven years. Uh, data platform MVP and um, the organi- one of the organizers of 8KB uh, and Super yep, Relay so. and and, and Data stuff. Relay and isn't there and Data Kaylee yes Sorry. yes unfortunately our first run of Data Kaylee this year was cancelled so but we'll be moving on to 2021 because the response we had to Kaylee was absolutely out of this world so we're definitely going to be putting that again on all right, again all right shut up all right let Anthony get let get a word. <laughs> Hello, I'm Anthony Nocentino. Uh, I'm in the U.S. I'm outside of Memphis, Tennessee. I uh, am an enterprise architect, uh, self-employed, uh, founder of Centino Systems. I do a lot of training and consulting around enterprise architecture and performance. Uh, I'm also an organizer after in with AKV, Mark, and um, and Andrew. I think I forgot your name, right? Uh, kind of came up with the idea, and I came along, and I was like, hey, that sounds really neat. Can I hang out with you guys? And they... Uh, they're honestly letting me, they're you know, brought me into the group as an organizer, so I appreciate that. Cool, okay. So, uh, most of the chat's going to be about 8kb just because I'm kind of mm-hmm. interested in you know, in that sort of thing and in the deep dive and kind of why now was it did you plan it before the kind of lockdown? No, Mark had an idea of having a a specialized conference but it was going to be in an in-person conference and he's had this idea for a couple of years and we've talked about it on and off but haven't really done anything so when all this kicked off we kind of got together and said look 
now if everything's locked down, we could probably put on a specialized conference that we couldn't do in person, that we couldn't probably do 8KB as a live event because we want to get all these speakers from all different parts of the world and we want to get all these people from different parts of the world to congregate and talk about um, in-depth SQL Server topics. So we wanted to put on virtually and we wanted to put on the conference. I think Mark describes it as he wants to put the, a conference on that he wants to go to. And that's where we kind of went with it. Okay. So now it's kind of a, a virtual conference. Would you plan on doing it like again and again and doing it in person or keep it virtual? I think for now, the, the plan is we will be doing it again, judging by the response that we've had. Um, when that is, is not nailed down yet, but absolutely. Um, the amount of registrations we've had and the amount of sessions that we had submitted really blew us away. And the quality of them as well was absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, um, it's hard to describe. Had the the like literally every single session I would describe as world class from seasoned presenters, from product team, support, the community. It's It was just a remarkable show. And then, as Andrew indicated, the registration elements like just every day it just gets bigger and bigger and it's just exciting to see the interest on both sides from the speakers uh community and then the community at large that wants to learn this kind of content so so do you think there's generally a, a gap in the market for so i i was a bit of a i think a lazy scumbag i think it's a term i did start to submit and then i i wasn't sure about it and then i didn't get around to it but it's very different that you want 300 and 400 and 500 level sessions. None of this 100, 200, let's see some slides, uh, you know, and uh, marketing decks. Yes, we wanted um, technical sessions above. So intermediate and up to, we call it level insanity of just <laughs> stuff that's going to completely melt your mind with as many demos as the speaking you can get in. So, yep, I mean, we kind of saw a little bit of a gap in the market there. We wanted to make the conference a little bit different from what's out there. So there are wonderful conferences out there, um, Group Buys Tomorrow with a whole range of stuff. And then there's um, Data Platform Discovery Day that was focusing on like the 101 introduction sessions. So we did sort of see that maybe there was a gap there for highly specialized delving into one area of SQL in particular. So um, have you announced who's presenting? We have. Um, well, we launched our schedule last week. Give yeah, us a rundown. Of, give us a rundown. Ansi, do you want to take us through the schedule? Sure. I have, have to go ahead and pull this up on a separate screen here. Give me one moment. You don't know it off the top of your head. I could, but I don't want to uh, ad lib too much because, you know, we're talking about folks' sessions. So let me grab yeah, that. Fair enough. No, that's all right. I, I know the speakers. I don't know the order. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We can pad while you're Look, doing that. We got it. So, kick. I mean, considering um, we had seventy some odd sessions, like mid seventies, and we had to pick five. And so, it's so yeah, it's, you picked five. We have only five. Um, and the other thing that we gave, we wanted to let no, no, the speaker no, 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 no. essentially. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? Why have you only got five? Well, we're going to get there. Hang tight. All right, sorry. So we also gave the speaker a variable session duration because we wanted them to deliver their session in a way that they feel like they can cover the content 
if they needed 45, they got 45, 60, 75. Um, so with that, most of them are going to go 75 minutes with breaks, and you're looking at an eight-hour day right there with just five sessions with 15-minute breaks. Um, but kicking it off is Bob Ward, uh, technical architect, or principal architect for SQL Server, right? So he's going to dive into uh, understanding memory with SQL Server and inside of Azure SQL. Why? And um, it's going to hurt people. That's like they have this punishing. Kind of, that's kind of the idea. That's... <laughs> the, that's the idea. The idea is we want. Uh, the, the quote was, we want mind-melty sessions. Yeah. Um, and then up next is Aaron Stellato, who's going to dive deep into SQL Server statistics, right, and help us get in some good quality plans. Joey's going to talk, Joey D'Antoni, at the only, he's the only insanity level session, uh, so the expectations are high, is going to talk about SQL Server high availability, which I have heard from several people. They're like, they feel like there is not enough really, really deep dive AJA content specifically. Um, Pam Loud, who's a principal PM or uh, senior PM on the product team, uh, is going to talk about TempDB, the good, the bad, and the ugly, a lot of optimizations from the product team in the most current release of SQL Server around that piece of work. And the one and only Argenis Fernandez is going to wrap it up with queues all the way down, tracing SQL Server IO. So kind of going in a deep dive there. But what was cool is from a session selection standpoint, we kind of each went off in our own corners and picked our top sessions. And we kind of all came together and we're like, hey, these are the sessions that I think are going to be in there. And I think we literally overlapped on like all but one of them. And we all like, were like, these are the ones that we want. And we also ordered them essentially. We were like, well, this one covers memory. This one covers plan quality. This one covers HA. This one covers TempDB. And this one covers IO. We felt like we're kind of getting coverage of the core elements of SQL Server. Uh, and we kind of just fell into that. Uh, independently. And then we had a conference call and we literally did all the same thing in how we organized uh, the sessions that we wanted, both um, uh, the user or from the speaker and then also kind of threw them in those buckets of like, we're getting coverage on all these technology elements of SQL Server. But I think you could have taken any five sessions out of the sessions that were submitted and run an amazing conference from them. Um, yeah. Uh, just the level, what are those? Uh, we did it the way we did selection was as Anthony said was we went away and basically spent like I don't know I spent like two days going over the sessions and then came back and you know we ended up picking pretty much the same sessions but you know we are when we sent out the emails so those horrible emails that you have to send when you um, run a conference saying we're really sorry but we we haven't selected just session this time but we will be doing this again and please please resubmit because the session's just awesome so. Right. Why why only that many sessions? Why effectively only one track? Um, we wanted to start off small because we didn't know how this was going to go. With uh, So we got the speakers involved. We were absolutely blown away with the speakers. And then it was, um, right, how many people can we get to attend this? And this is the first time we're all doing a... Uh, web conference ourselves so we wanted to keep it small we want to keep it easy for ourselves and we want to see you know what the level of interest is and i think yeah we we could have gone two tracks we could have probably done five tracks but we, <laughs> we wanted to keep it nice and simple for us for the first time and and basically leave people wanting more i guess as well you know we will be back we don't want to absolutely use up all those quality sessions one time around we want to do this again at some point so are you recording the sessions and or are you is it a live event and you have to be there or be square it's a live event we'll be mark's not here but hopefully streaming to youtube at the same time 
and uh, we'll be recording. So we'll have the sessions posted up to YouTube as well afterwards. So if people can't make it, then. Okay. So actually, so what tech, so, I mean, I'm, I'm a geek. First, what tech are you <laughs> using to stream it out? We haven't decided the tech platform yet. Um, it's not 100%. <laughs> well, we, we're thinking Zoom, because Zoom has a li live stream to uh, YouTube feature and easy to record. Um, um, but there have been other debates, like we could use Teams or we could use go to webinar. It, it depends on which one. Zoom seems the best fit for us at the moment. We're still just playing around with things, though. Isn't there like a 40-minute cutoff? in zoom or, do, or is it for the, for? that's the free ver yeah. free version yeah um so yeah we, with the amount of people we'll be having in we're definitely going to have to go for a paid platform it's just which one do we want to go for okay all right so it's just interesting because there are other virtual events that have run mm -hmm. like data weekender and i think and the other user groups in the uk are running virtual events and some we're, we're trying out team, team event, team, is it events or whatever they are in teams, team live streaming? Yeah, it's live, yeah. Oh, and okay. some were just doing a normal teams meeting and trying stuff out. Yeah, I think for the solution that we were looking for, we really needed three elements, right? We needed it to be simple for people to join. And so we didn't want to have people have multiple meetings to join. We just wanted them to log in once in the morning and then hang out all day. So that was one element. Uh, and then we also wanted a Q&A for structured Q&A format and then also a chat room so that people can kind of chat amongst each other and surface up questions to the presenters as well. Because um, and not like I don't want to dig into the uh, differential analysis of all the technical platforms, but Zoom is the only one that really met those requirements. Um, kind of the other players in the field don't have all of those capabilities or we'll ha we're hitting upper limits of you know users per sessions or things like that that we were running into oh, okay all right. I, obviously i'm legally bound to promote one platform and not another <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, I'd rather stay you know impartial yeah it's um it's it's a hard decision uh because you want to get it right but the the a number one requirement even of all of those is it's got to be easy for people to join right and, and and be there so that's what we're shooting for cool Okay, so it's going to be free to you people. It's going 100%. to be very yep. exclusive, should we say, rather than it's small. Exclusive is much nicer, isn't it? Because no, uh, maybe um, yeah. What inclusive? I'd say inclusive. Anyone can join. You don't have to uh, be. Uh, everything's free as long as you can click on a Zoom link. You can join the webinar. And with the password, just want to say, with your password. <laughs> I <was saying>. oh, <laughs> yeah. What, no Zoom bombing? No Zoom bombing, yeah. no. <laughs> and um, so all they need to do is go to which website? akb.online. And, and just register. And what day is it running on? It's June 17th. June starting at, uh, it's 2 p.m. UTC. So, 9 a.m. EDT. Okay. Was it 1 p.m.? It's 1 p.m. UTC. Yeah. 9, 9, 9, <laughs> 9 a.m. EDT, 1 p.m. UTC, but uh, British summertime and Irish summertime will be 2 p.m. Starting. Cool. Okay. 
All right. And so is that running on a weekend or running on a weekday? It is a weekday. And I'm going to say it's a Wednesday. Sorry. <laughs> all I saw was your, your shoulder moving. I couldn't see you pointing it. That was me lifting my calendar up okay. and going. <laughs> <laughs> so why are we also, and why weekday? Um, I know that you you probably spent hours discussing this amongst yourself. I'm just kind of interested, and people watching might might be interested. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, um, because typically when you do these events, you, you would do them like on a Saturday, like you say, sequel Saturday, bits is on the weekend. Well, bits three days are on the weekend, things like that. But I think it's a different way of attending with virtual conferences where people are sitting at their desks and. I'm, I don't know if we get people wanting to sit. I mean, I, this is before we knew about Data Weekender, but I didn't think we'd get people wanting to sit for, say, eight hours in front of their screens on, on a Saturday, was my way of thinking with it. Which Data Weekender has totally blown that idea out of the water, but that's kind of where I went with it. <laughs> so have you been talking to the guys from Data Weekender and sort of getting their feedback? Or is it like, you know, is it is there like a, a real sort of, was it the sharks and the jets? Is that too American? You know. Oh no! I've in my experience, I was working with Matt Stewart uh, on the data platform discovery day, and just kind of collaborating, like throwing around ideas on tech platforms and things like that. And then out in Amit Bonsall and the team with the data platform geeks. So I spoke at that event. I helped Matt and Stewart record their event. It's just about getting good quality content out there for the various levels and the various communities in our, in our, honestly, communities, right. And, and reaching that out. And that's, that's the goal, right. Is, is making sure that people can still learn and, and train and interact with each other in, in the context that we're kind of used to just now within, you know, the digital format instead of in person. Yeah. I mean, that's a good answer. I prefer the, I prefer the answer. And in my head that you've got some beef against each other. <laughs> i wish in fact i you know we're all like literally each one of the events is trying to solve these same exact problems how do i get registrants how do i get speakers how do i make the technology easy like we're all doing the same thing right and so why not just share share those answers and, and to i have to say though i thought the guys for dick uh, the folks behind day weekend were nuts was it five tracks yeah, yeah. teams running on the first i saw that lineup and i was like Phew. Played you, yeah. Well, they had you then have the logistical challenge where we, um, because I was helping moderate where you needed extra moderators because you couldn't have people spending all day, so each track needed several people to to, to, to moderate and to make sure people were muted because they were using Teams, so you said, yeah, so there were issues <laughs> if someone joined and left their mic on, then you'd hear them, you know, in the background, mm -hmm. so. Uh, there's other you know other challenges when you try and scale that up and i thought that might be one reason why you were just doing the one track was you can just sort of keep it and manage it amongst yourselves it is a little bit we do have moderators i think one of the um best examples of how great the sql server community was is we took all it took us all of about five minutes to get moderators for each of the sessions <laughs> uh, yeah. we treated out went we need moderators, and it just went bang, 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 bang. And I was like, okay, thank you very much. Right. Uh, I think one of the best responses was we just got an email back saying, yes, I'm in, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, well, I think that's generally is people are quite good at giving their time and and at data weekender, giving up you know, their weekend time as well as kind of work time because that's what it would be yep. during the day. All right, so we've done we've done a bit of data weekender. Can we change tack slightly? What's your favourite cheese, Anthony? Cheese, all of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. To be most precise, I like really sharp provolone cheeses. That's like if I if I had to choose, that would be the one that I would want. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Did I just see? Did I just see that puppet? Uh, what puppet? Yeah. Oh, yeah all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's been he's popped up at least twice before. Hello, Andrew. Haven't seen you in a while. What was that? Uh, yeah. So the lightning talks at Sequel Saudi Manchester the, a couple of years ago, I actually walked out of them thinking I'd had some sort of mental breakdown. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had me and Paul Andrew did a stand, did standard lightning talks where we stood there and talked about stuff for five minutes. Then Alex Yates came on and sang his presentation, if I remember. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, yep. And then um, Mark turned up and spent the entire time with the puppet. <laughs> yeah. Um, under the desk. Well, no, yeah, I wasn't the under the desk bit. with the puppet. I was, it was just, just, I mean, it wasn't me. It was he. He was giving the presentation. So kind of, he was up there just <laughs> talking to every. Sorry. That was the funniest part of the whole thing, Mark, because when he tried to stand up at the end and immediately <laughs> fell over. <laughs> I've been kneeling down for too long. Yeah, I've been uh, underneath the desk, cramped on my legs for like um, ten minutes, and all the I cut my circulation off. So I tried to stand up and then fell over. Yes, it was surreal. It seemed like a fun idea at the time. Um, sorry, <laughs> Andrew. What's your favourite <laughs> cheese? I, I'm pretty boring, mate. I I go with a nice brie, you brie would... and bacon sandwiches. You wouldn't go for Kefili. You wouldn't go for something Welsh. Throw in the Welsh. Now I'll go for the Brie, mate. Absolutely. Traitor. <laughs> traitor. <laughs> Absolute traitor. All right. I'm going to I feel like I'm you... getting in the middle of something here. <laughs> well, I, I think it's sort of... Um, you're the second Welshman I've had on. And um, I just thought that might um, that might be a bit of, you know... You pick a Welsh cheese, perhaps. Ah, no, I'm just <laughs> proud of where I come from, but not when it comes down to cheese. <laughs> <laughs> what about whiskey? So last year I had Welsh whiskey, uh, and it uh, was Pen phenomenal. Pendeton? That called? sounds right, actually, yeah. Yeah, uh, I do like that. Um, I'll, I'll go for a pint of Brains SA or every, day, every day of the week, like. So why every time we start talking about cheese, it tends to go off in the um, in the direction of wine. They kind well, of go people, together, I would imagine. Definitely do go together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we should. Um, so, what's the plan for eight KB for the future? So, right uh, from an outsider point of view, you picked like a really small number of sessions. So to get a session picked, they really have to be amazing sessions or have some real dirt on you. 
<laughs> now I don't know what what the others what the others have got on you, but it must be something serious. <laughs> I have no response. To that. <laughs> All right, let me grab this while you're laughing. I think it's uh, yes. Obviously, like I think we should do this again and again. Uh, what interval? That's got to be decided internally, like with the team. And then the other one is, you know, do we have the same speakers back over and over again? I don't know. And so that's kind of the other thing is like, what's the target speaker that we want to have in addition to the target attendee? I think the target attendee is easy, right? The, we want to provide this content to the people that are interested in it. But, you know, do we have these same five speakers back again next time? Or do they have to wait a year to get back in or something? You know, we have to figure out a way to make sure that it's fair, that more people can come in. And also the emerging speakers that just have the banging content that come along and melt your brains, but they don't have the big giant name because they haven't been hustling in SQL community events for an extended period of time. And so that's all stuff that we have to decide. Um, but that's been my point of view uh, as participating in this process. Right. So, no, so I 100% agree with that. Um, especially about the emerging speaker part, we need to work out how we can get more. And we, we kind of went big this time for our first one. And then we need to reevaluate how we're going to rate the sessions next time see how see how we get on do we go big again or do we bring in someone who's maybe a little bit more unknown but we know their content is good so yeah we, we went big for our first event but we'll we'll reevaluate how we choose our sessions in the future i think so because you're both here um i don't know what <laughs> tech mark is is into but right where are the kubernetes sessions <laughs> i mean for goodness sake you two <laughs> running a conference and there's no Kubernetes. <laughs> well, well, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to uh, submit. Actually, the, the way Anthony got involved with this was me and Mark were talking about it, and he was the first person we contacted to say, "If we do a deep dive internal SQL Server event, would you be interested in submit submitting?" And Anthony was like, "Hands down, banging, absolutely." And then we got chatting to him about it a little bit more. We, we were chatting in um, Slack. And he said, look, um, can I help you guys out with this? And I think then you said, well, if I'm helping out, I kind of um, exclude myself from speaking. So that's why no Kubernetes. No. But maybe next yeah. time. Also well, the session I did submit, though, was uh, uh, on Linux OS internals. Uh, and so kind of diving into how things work. Uh, deploying SQL Server on Linux. Um, but I think uh, if, if you're interested in that content right now, I did I did a pretty deep dive session last week at the Data Platform Geeks event, and that'll be on YouTube shortly. Um, so it's available out there. So, right, or so, will be available out there. So, so me and Anthony talk about Kubernetes quite a lot. One of the things you have to um, get used to with when you're talking to Anthony about stuff is you ask him a question, and he'll give you a brilliant answer. And then also link to a video that he's made about that exact subject. <laughs> it, it actually gets slightly <laughs> annoying after a while. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I was talking with, yeah. uh, I don't think it was Kevin. It might be in Geffen about um, Data Weekender. And it was to do with, oh, no, maybe it was someone else, just about the, the amount of virtual conferences there are. Um, and maybe it was someone else who's doing a physical conference and they're waiting till next year. Mm. Oh, no, maybe it was William. It was William Durkin who does um, Data Grillin. Didn't want to do a virtual conference um, because Data Grillin is about 
being in Germany at that time of year with the, with the festival and stuff. Um, but there's also concern you know, that we're not putting too many virtual events on, or you guys aren't putting too many virtual events on, that, you know, that there's no, you know, overloading the market. Because before there were very few, and now, you know, people are not going to turn up to yours if they've been to one the previous week. I think that's a concern, but I think because we've gone so specialised that we offer something completely different from most virtual events. That's the people who register are interested in the content that we're providing. We're not. Uh, I think all the conferences have kind of distinguished themselves. So I don't want to say we're not another generic conference like because there aren't really any. But we are offering something that I don't think you can get anywhere else. We're offering like deep dive into the SQL Server internal. So, yeah. Um, I, I think that'll help us with uh, attendees on the day, definitely. Yeah, I think my, from my perspective as a speaker, um, if I deliver, this is if I, if you do if you deliver an advanced session, you're going to get a smaller audience because it's a narrower slice that's interested in that, right? Because you know bell curve, whole nine yards. And I think in this scenario, it's a little bit different because, well, those three, four, five people that would come to the SQL Saturday to see the 500 level session, well, now we're kind of broadcasting it out to be able to reach them globally, hopefully. And that's the idea, right, is is providing that content. I love delivering those sessions. In fact, in fact I love delivering them to small groups because then you can really get into the weeds and have a good conversation. Um, but I think with the approach here is I I think this is the way this kind of content will survive, right? And be able to be presented is because we can cast a, a broader net digitally than we ever could in an in-person conference. If you're not Bob Ward, I mean, if Bob does it at a at pass on, no. you have to go to this, you have to go to the session before to get a seat into his session. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and Bob does a double session, you know, and then you're, yeah. you're staying in your seat. You're not leaving to go to the loo because your brain has melted, you know, and the, um, what's Bob's favorite phrase? Let's crack open the debugger. And if right. you've ever seen him crack open the, you know, the debugger and, and start tracing through stuff, you sort of go, oh, God. You know, <laughs> I, can, I can go to Bob Ward, I can go to a Connor Cunningham session, and I'm going to come out with a migraine. I see. Yeah, I saw uh, Connor Cunningham came to Dublin. Well, I think it was on the first SQL Saturdays I attended in Dublin when I first moved here, so a while ago. But yeah, he did a session on the query optimizer. It was a deep dive in there. And I think that was only an hour session, but after about 25 minutes, I think I got a headache. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not, did you understand the whole session? It's like, how far did I get through the session before he lost did me? I, did I grasp the basic concepts? <laughs> so, yeah. 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 All right. So I'm going to ask you two, and you can each pick a number, and you'll both have to answer your questions. So are you familiar with the, the Richard Herring? No one knows who No, I'm not. Okay. No, so, no. So he's an interviewer. He has a book of emergency questions. And so pick a number between 1 and 1,001. And <laughs> uh, and we'll just get a question. Oh, Anthony, you, you can go first, mate. Oh, I get to go first. Oh, it's 1 and 1,001. All right, we'll do 1,000. All right. Check Easy to find, right? Well, you think so, but there's all sorts of extra bonus questions at the end. 
Well, all right. So this you... this question doesn't really count because it says, "Have you used emergency questions in any remarkable or unusual way?" I'm um, using it right now in a remarkable and unusual <laughs> way. <laughs> all right. Okay. I think yes. All right. Don't make me pull out a standard emergency question. Um, Number? Yeah, go on then. Uh, 41. Any reason why 41? It's my parents' number at home. And it's sort of every time someone asks me to pick a number, it's the first number that always pops into my head. I don't know why. All right. Okay. Um, This is a long one. Oh, God. Right. Do you ever worry that you've already lived your life and now you're in a care home with Alzheimer's disease? And what you perceive is reality is just the distorted memory of the first time this happened. Well, now I do. <laughs> yeah, they're not really yes or no questions, are they? Uh, I'm going to go with not really. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, mean, it, it, I mean, we can Where go did you get that book from? Uh, I got it from the works for uh, two ninety nine. But yeah, so these are so some of these questions Richard has made up. I mean, so some of them are like, "Have you ever flown a kite?" Simple question, easy questions. Um, I got the question. It's going to give me an existential crisis. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Some are not so bad. Um, You know, and some are like I don't. if you had a finger that could travel through t- through time, just your finger, and you could see where it had gone, where would you where would you go? So, Anthony, right. if you had a finger that could travel through time, so all you could really do mm. is poke or scratch something. Um, what? Where would you go? Uh, this, well, gi- this gives Andrew some time to think about it and come up with a really clever answer. In, I guess in what ways would I be able to perceive like uh, my senses? Is it only touch? Can I physically see? Like, what are the options there? <laughs> Imagine a little peephole. <laughs> you can sort of just see what your finger is doing. You know, so you, okay. you said, right. Uh, yeah, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the requisite nerd answer. I'd go back to the Palo Alto Research Park and click the mouse the very first time. Oh, okay. No, I hadn't thought of that. I thought you were going to do something <laughs> a bit more like I would, I would, you know, I would knock, I would stop some catastrophic event happening by pushing someone over or something saving a million lives or something you know but hey but yeah you, you could click a mouse right don't judge, yeah. don't judge. <laughs> and now andrew's gonna blow us away no i'm gonna go with a really safe answer of i go forward in time to june the 17th just as we're wrapping up EKB, poke my little <laughs> make sure everything's gone okay because at that point my stress levels for the next month will go right down yeah you are such a wimp did i mention that before all right so are you guys presenting at any other com- apart well, you're not presenting at 8kb so are you presenting at anything else coming up i'm speaking at group by tomorrow okay. uh what was it 1, p- 1 p.m utc uh sql server and kubernetes tell me more tell me well, i'll have some fun with- <laughs> so we'll all have some fun. We'll um, talk about the definition of Kubernetes. Why do we want to use it? Then we'll go into the basics of 
what are the worker nodes or the mass nodes components on them. And then we'll have a look at how we can deploy SQL Server to Kubernetes, how we can persist our data for SQL Server, yeah, yeah. SQL <laughs> Server and Kubernetes. We'll have a little bit, a look at Helm, and then we'll wrap the session up by doing some chaos engineering for Kubernetes using Space Invaders, which is always a nice way to wrap the session up. One chaos, of my favorite projects. Chaos engineering. Chaos engineering. Um, what the fuck? What the fudge is <laughs> chaos engineering? It. I like chaos engineering. I mean, it essentially is resiliency testing, but I like the word chaos, so chaos engineering. And what we're doing is basically seeing how SQL Server can recover on its high availability on Kubernetes. And the way we do that is by using a program called Kube Invaders, which is basically space invaders, but it allows you to blow away pods that are running SQL Server in Kubernetes and test that high availability feature that's in KH. Now, it's just a little bit of fun that I do at the end of my sessions to wrap it up, because I've been usually talking for about 55 minutes about some deep dive stuff, and I like just finish it off with a little bit of fun, maybe because it makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that's so people have to go to groupby.org and register for that. Yeah, I think it's groupby.org. Um, they, they do this. We're kind of modeling 8KB on how Groupby are doing. They have just one long session that's going on throughout the day, and people can join in any time just to see the sessions that they want. All right. Or stay in for the entire day. All right. And is that, that's going to be recorded then up on the YouTubes? Yeah, they, they record, and then I think they post it comes out a couple of weeks afterwards. All right, okay. Uh, I, I have spoken for Group by before, but it was a couple of years ago now, so, yeah. All right. Anthony, are you presenting anything? So I have a, nothing in May and June. Um, all of the events that I was going to speak at are no longer. Uh, I have uh, an event in July at the Chicago Suburban User Group. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It'll probably be virtual. I would imagine now it's intended to be in person originally. Um, and then it's just everything's kind of in flux right now with regards to events and what's and where's because my our schedules are slowly just shrinking for obvious reasons, right? And so, yeah. Are you getting that? I think... I'm okay dealing with everything getting cancelled. What really gets me is when I get a um, calendar notification on my phone that a flight is leaving tonight. Like, in uh, yeah. yeah. How the other half uh, live. <laughs> right. The international jet setters. Oh, that flight I could have got. Well, as long as you got it refunded. Oh, I'm hoping you got it refunded. Otherwise, I sound like a real ass. <laughs> oh, like Anthony's going, no. Oh, no. Have you had no. many? I've gotten credits, credit, not okay. refunds though, but credits. Oh, okay, okay. So I know I kind of benefit it. from the fact that I always book my flights at the last available second. So I might because I because I'm from Ireland, it, I'm always flying with Ryanair and try and get a refund out of them. So oh, okay. <laughs> right. So before we kind of um, wrap up. Um, there was another question, and I've completely forgotten what it was. So I'm going to distract you with a slightly different question. What have been? Obviously, we're all in lockdown. Well, actually, maybe not you in the states. I don't know. No, um, we are. Um, not every um, state is locked down, or you're opening up stuff. 
Correct. Like my state, uh, I live outside of Memphis in Oxford, Mississippi, and Mississippi opened up on Friday. But Anthony in the, in the household here did not open up on Friday. We're still hanging out at home and following the same procedures. Okay. So what have the what have you noticed that's good that's come out of the coronavirus? More time at home. No, it's always good. But, you know, there's there's that. But if you look out my window, I don't know what's been going on. I can't quite get it over there. Huh. The weather has been absolutely glorious this entire time. <laughs> And so that's, I don't know if that's a byproduct of it, but it's something that I've appreciated uh, being home that I can go kind of sit outside and, and enjoy the crazy awesome weather that we've had. Um, but yeah, that's maybe, I guess the real idea is because the sense of appreciation for something like that, that's pretty simple that, you know, that you might take for granted in a different scenario. Yeah. Where are you, Andrew? Um, I don't have a nice back garden to go out and sit, <laughs> Anthony. So rub that one. I'm in a two bedroom flat. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say uh, this is a kind of uh, answer, but it's I think watching how the sequel community has come together and put on so many different events and things that have happened over the last year. So all these different events that have been cancelled are amazing. I'm really going to miss by miss um, Grillen Relay this year, absolutely. But um, we come together and we've made the best of it and put out these fantastic events like uh, Data Weekender, Data Platform Discovery Day, and obviously 8KB. So what do you think is the future? Do you think this will change the way events are done in the future? People will actually just think online first and then physical, or do you think that it's... it's I don't think we'll ever stop like the in-conference experience because i think one of the big things of conferencing is is the networking that you get from going to see people and right. the um that's how i met i think that's how me and you met at uh, summit all, that's all three of us met i met yeah mark in cambridge i met you in, in seattle it's just that's how we continue to grow and expand our network. I think it's just too, like if you want to really compare and contrast like 8KB with the other events, I see 8KB surviving best online. Like we could never go rent the conference hotel and get all the speakers in a spot and get all the attendees in a spot and be a profitable, I not even profitable, be a budget neutral conference. Um, but you flip the coin on that and you, events like Pass Summit that are more general purpose that cast a wider net intentionally, you know, you go there for the content and for the community. Right. And that is something that community element is we're all trying as hard as we can to make that work online. Uh, but it, there's no substitute for, you know, Andrew and I sitting down and talking about SQL Server in person with a couple pints of beer. Right. That's just not something we can. Well, we can do that digitally. Uh, it's just not the same effect, I think. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yes. Yeah. Me and you, Mark, Mark met, um, we met Data Relay, didn't we? I think. I, I, I definitely have a memory of you uh, us staying in Reading and we were waiting to go for the meal you were standing outside and I came out to join you and you looked at me and went well, what's your hotel room like and I was in I was helping out I wasn't actually part of the committee at the time but I was helping out so I was in proper full-on ah you know it's all right you know it it does the job and you just looked at me and went is it horrendous <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that hotel yes yeah fair enough yeah it was horrendous I, I had, I had what what you could call a trucker's room. It wasn't very big. I could, I could, I could 
from the bed i could probably i could have urinated into the toilet um there was a microwave but next to the head bit of the bed so which is yeah, nice I, I've seen it. yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently yeah if you paid a bit more alex had a nice room but we just i just had a kind of it was like a mini cell a nice cell <laughs> I, was, I was in there one year and the, the shower didn't have a head on it so it was just like a <laughs> jet of water <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it had been st- stolen by Wonderful. the previous occupant I imagine probably alright it's probably time and on that note um, you in a shower <laughs> with no head it's time to um, wrap up so just remind us when 8kb is thank you Oh, it's uh, June 17th, starting at 9 Eastern. If you want to convert that into BST for us or UTC, Andrew. That's 2 p.m. Uh, British summertime, Irish summertime. And it's yes, 8. And I do it. Sorry, written as 8, kb.online. Yep, 8 as in the word 8, kb.online. I was so tempted to ask you why 8 kb, but I just thought it was just a hack question. And why don't you go for an extent? You know, or well, do you want to bring that one up? Oh, oh, all right, oh, Mark. Right. Go on then. Why eight? Well, no, the extents why... part. Why? Why not an extent? Oh, well, we are planning. Well, you. Are... Why not read? Kind ahead. of this is in the works. Ah. <laughs> oh, I like that. I know that we are planning on uh, um, hosting. Say, uh, uh, don't know what the. Uh, the schedule will be, but something called mixed extents, where we get a panel on together to talk about some of the errors of SQL Server that we've had submitted, but we weren't putting into the into the schedule the first time round. So the idea is to get uh, three or four experts in the field and just pose them questions that typically you get maybe an answer of it depends to, and then just sort of spring from there. So yeah, so hopefully it'll uh, mixed extents will come out um, a couple of times before the next date KB. So is that that? Can we call that an exclusive? That, that would be an exclusive, actually. Yes. <laughs> right. Good. Is there, so now, now you're all loosened up. Is there anything else you want to tell me? <laughs> now, 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 now the secrets start coming out. All right. So I think on that note of mixed extents, and when it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him, and it's goodbye from. <laughs> Cheers, Mark. Uh, Andrew and, right. and Anthony. All right. Nope. Thank you all Bye for now. coming and watching. Cool. And love you all. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you.